0: Do you not wait to be seated? Do you steal tea from the office? Were you raised by wolves? Let's find out. Here are things I can make. Nick Layton And
1: I'm Leah Bonema, And
0: we're in New York today, and let's just get right down to it. Let's get in it. Leah, do you know the Bishop of Norwich? Personally? I'm just asking.
1: Is that on the chessboard?
0: <laughs> He's an awfully nice fellow, but
1: uh, always forgets to pass the port. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> great. Port,
1: port wine cheese? Port, port wine cheese?
0: <laughs> port wine. So, if you're ever at a dinner party, and at the end of the meal, people are drinking port, someone may say to you, Do you know the Bishop of Norwich? And what this means is that the decanter is being passed around the table and it stopped with you and you haven't noticed. And the person is asking you to continue passing the decanter around. What a world. And so this is a very obscure etiquette thing. I love it. But it does come up and I want you to be prepared. And so the history of this is fun. There was a bishop in Norwich, England, in the early 1800s, Henry Bathurst. And apparently he was 93 at the end of his reign and he had the tendency to fall asleep at the table. And so subsequent <laughs> <laughs> and so there was a subsequent bishop who kept this idea alive of like if you weren't passing the port um you're like oh do you know the bishop of norwich you sort of fell
1: asleep, out fell the asleep. Job.
0: yeah and so the traditional response is like oh no i don't and then what you would say is like oh he's an awfully nice fellow <laughs> or like oh he's a terribly good chap but he always forgets to pass the port so that's the common response. Oh, that's so fun. And so that's what uh, someone would say to you if you say no. If you say yes, you do know him, then you would realize instantly, oh, there's a decanter, a port next to me. I need to take some and pass it along. So
1: This is hilarious and I <laughs> love it so much. So
0: I'm running out of moose bouche ideas. So audience, if you have any ideas for obscure things to talk about, I would love to hear them.
1: I might actually do one on firewood.
0: Oh, that's a very good one. Yes. We're going to go
1: in a different direction when oh, Leah brings it in. An yeah,
0: bring some. I
1: love this one. This is so fun. Yes.
0: Yeah, so do know the Bishop of Norwich. He's an awfully nice fellow. He's an
1: awfully nice fellow.
0: But always forgets to pass the port.
1: But always forgets to pass the port. Such a fun one. That's a
0: good one, right?
1: And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And we're back. And now it's time to go deep. Very deep. So deep.
1: I mean- This is halfway deep, this eh, one. It's uh,
0: maybe a little shallow. It's a fun
1: one. This is a fun one.
0: But I want to talk about drive-through window etiquette. I think this is great. Drive-through fast food, what you're supposed to do, what you're not supposed to do. Because I have recently become aware that somebody was enraged at a fast food drive-through recently and pulled an AK-47 out. No! Apparently that happened- and so, is everybody okay? Everyone was fine. Okay. However, that happened, apparently. And so things can get tense at a drive-thru. And I think we want to talk about etiquette. Wow. For public safety. So actually, growing up, we did not go through drive throughs we, like, di- we didn't either. This wasn't a thing that- This is
1: where Nick and is <laughs> history, I really?
0: And it's not that I had a deprived childhood. I think we just didn't have a lot of drive throughs
1: Our nearest drive-thru was- I think you could get there in 20 minutes. Right. More likely 30.
0: And at that point, like you want to get out of the car, use the bathroom. Yeah. At that
1: point you're getting out. The road
0: trip. (laughs) And then I went from California to New York and we don't have drive throughs in New York. We
1: don't have drive throughs here.
0: So I kind of missed out. But whenever I am on a road trip and there's a drive-thru,
1: I I love it. It's so fun. I love it. So, but I have definitely noticed that some people do things where you're like, how, what's going on right now? Yeah. So I have Googled this extensively
0: and a lot of people have a lot of thoughts, including workers at these restaurants who have said things on the internet that they want you to know.
1: Oh, great. So that's really, I think, who knows best.
0: And they're the people that are sort of the beneficiary of
1: good etiquette. Yeah.
0: And the recipient of bad etiquette.
1: Yep. As as long as also with the people driving behind you. For sure. So the
0: first thing that a lot of people talk about is you want to be ready.
1: You want to be prepared before you approach.
0: So this means be prepared with what you want to order. Be prepared with your money, be prepared with the cup holders. You know, the cup holder is vacant, ready to receive a cup. Like you want to be ready. And so we start there. And then we get to the preview menu. This is your opportunity to think about further. This is where you slow down. What we want. Yep. There's always a preview menu, I believe. Uh, I don't have a lot of experience with drive throughs but I believe there's always like a menu posted first before you get to the speaker box. Yes. So use the opportunity to review and contemplate and make some final decisions. And then I am told that not only do you want to speak clearly, but I am also told that they're listening. They can hear you. You do not need to wait for them to verbally acknowledge each item on your order. You can just go from one item to the next. Mm. You don't need to have them say, Okay, next. Just go. Okay. They're trained professionals. They can handle this. Right. Also, one order per car. We're not doing separate checks. Oh, yeah. We're not doing separate
1: checks. Oh, I didn't even know. I didn't even think that that would be a thing that people had to deal with.
0: Apparently, this is a huge problem.
1: Oh, my goodness. And we're not doing special orders. If you got
0: modifications, if you're going off menu, park your car, go inside. Okay. We are not doing special orders.
1: Can you say... Hey, can you do this with mm. the almond milk?
0: I, I think we're not doing that.
1: Not even a little
0: bit? I think we're not modifying, if possible. I mean, I guess at Starbucks, I mean, is there almond milk at McDonald's? Is that an option?
1: There's almond milk at Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru. Okay. But I had to ask.
0: I feel like at a Dunkin' Donuts. So I said, Donuts, hey, do you have almond milk? I don't think that's a modification.
1: That's a question. That is a menu option. Right. But I had to ask. Okay. So that's why I was asking. But
0: that doesn't feel like a modification. Okay.
1: Right? So what's an example of a modification?
0: I want the Big Mac, but I want it without cheese. That is a fairly big departure from the Big Mac.
1: So you think that, that the Big Mac without cheese? is
0: no longer a Big Mac.
1: Do you think they should park? I think you park for that. Okay. Yeah.
0: Whereas, oh, can I get the latte with almond milk? That's the same. That's a menu item. Okay. That exists. I agree that there is some nuance here. Yeah. But but the principle of the thing here is we don't want to slow down the line. Right. So if you feel like
1: Burger with no cheese seems pretty easy. No,
0: but they're mass producing these. They're
1: already making. They're mass producing food at fast food restaurants? (laughs)
0: No, I mean. (laughs) But there there are a couple Big Macs uh, down the line. Right. Like they got a couple of them going. Right. You're not necessarily getting the one you actually ordered. Okay. You're getting the next one available that's coming down the pike. Terrifying. So it's different. And then fast food uh, window workers have mentioned that some people will attempt to order additional things at the window. This is frowned upon.
1: Very fr- They've already. It's a. It's a lineup. Because apparently,
0: changing an order is actually difficult once it's placed. It requires like a manager or supervisor sometimes, based on how the system is set up. So this is problematic. Some people attempt to exploit this loophole. I'm told by asking for condiments that are normally charged.
1: Oh. So like,
0: if there's a sauce that has a charge, you should order that at the speaker box. Don't try and be shifty and ask at the window, knowing that the person will probably give it to you because it's more trouble to void the order and redo it. Karma points. Right? So you can do it. You can probably get away with it. Doesn't mean it's right. God's watching. Right? So that's something that came up, which I thought was very interesting. Another thing that uh, people mentioned was don't order from different restaurants. Don't order a Big Mac if you're at a Burger King.
1: I do think some people just forget, though. It's just like a a thing that comes out of their mouth. Enough
0: people have mentioned this as a thing that happens. Apparently, it irks the window people.
1: It hurt their feelings. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. I think they'd be like, you're in the wrong place.
0: Oh, and then there's a short list of things that, like, just be mindful of. One of them was...
1: Sunglasses. The thing is, my sunglasses are my prescription glasses. Yeah. I can't take them off. So,
0: I mean, whether or not to leave them on or off, I don't know.
1: I think that when we can, you're outside driving. Yeah. I, I think safety first.
0: Just, it was mentioned, I'm passing it along. Do with this information as you will. Somebody mentioned that turn off your windshield wipers when you get out the window because you will splash water. Oh,
1: I didn't even think of that. So that's
0: interesting. And uh, high beams if it doesn't feel necessary. Uh, maybe turn off your high beams.
1: Well, you shouldn't have your high beams well, on in an area. Okay. Well,
0: that was mentioned that a lot of uh, window
1: people get blinded. Well, I mean, if we're going to talk about high beams, that's a whole driving issue. You're not supposed to have your <laughs> high beams on. That's a different dive,
0: deep dive. And then let's talk about being naked.
1: Many. I didn't even. Many if you would have given me 300 people, guesses, I
0: wouldn't have. I. Many people have mentioned. No. That... This is an issue. No. And here's why it's an
1: issue. Well, here's why (laughs) I can't believe it's happening. Can we just take a second that you're saying many people have brought this up?
0: Uh, In multiple forums online discussing this issue that I have come across, this came up. Yes. Yes. I mean, people drive around naked. That's a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Well, you're from Maine. It's too cold to do that.
1: Nobody would do that.
0: (laughs) It would not occur to me. Also, I feel like it's very unsafe to drive barefoot. Unless you're wearing shoes and you're naked, I don't know how that works. But, which is
1: such an odd look. <laughs> I mean,
0: but why this is a problem is that not only is it disturbing for the window person, okay, but if there's a problem with your order and now you have to park and go in, that whole no shirt, no shoes rule that a lot of these places have, this applies. And now what do you do?
1: I think more importantly was the first part of the sentence, <laughs> yes. which is the poor window person yes. coming to give you your food and they come out.
0: Yes. And here we
1: are. And here we are. Here we are. I mean, I could understand why somebody would want to be like, I'm going to shake up the world and go drive through town naked. Mm-hmm. Somebody's just trying to- Just
0: feel like they're alive.
1: D- yeah, I get that. Okay. You know, it, it, some people are just trying to go through their work day. But also, that McDonald's coffee is still hot. It's very hot. Very hot. <laughs> also, you shouldn't be driving without shoes. That feels dangerous. Yeah. It is dangerous. Or flip flops or yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they could get stuck under one of yeah, the pedals. Don't do
0: that. So yeah, naked, I think let's be clothed. <laughs> And then
1: finally- You could just put on like a light, you know, you could put your pajamas on. Yes. You don't have to get a formal gown on. A
0: muumuu is fine.
1: I'm also like, and you know, people want to be publicly nude. I just think maybe that person, to think about the person working that day, you don't know what they are, what, how many nude is people- Is this they what have, they need? Yeah.
0: Is this the thing that they needed their day at they that moment? They just
1: weren't, you know? Yeah. And
0: then finally, the thing that apparently is creating the most rage-
1: Can I guess- Because we haven't said what creates the most rage to me. Oh, what do you think you're, what's the guess? Rage. Yeah. Is when the person in front of me gets their order and then barely moves. Mm. So I can't move up to the window. Because
0: they're checking their order and all that. Yeah.
1: You just need to pull to the side. You just pull to the side and park. So something
0: I did read, which was very interesting. It's also
1: dangerous because sometimes they just go slowly while they're like digging in. Pull to the side and park. Well, it's not dangerous.
0: Oh, it's dangerous for them because they're not paying attention. Yeah, they're
1: not paying attention. They're like driving through a parking lot with looking into the bag. Yes, pull off to the side. But also, why
0: you should do that? uh, Window workers have said that a lot of these fast food restaurants have timers where they time how long it takes between ordering and driving away, and there is some device that senses when a car drives away. So if you stay at the window checking your order, you are making the time longer for the staff and they have sort of service level targets that they're trying to hit and you will mess that up so they want you to just to drive away park if there's a problem come in because you're gonna have to come in anyway you can't solve this problem at the window so just drive off go somewhere else nearby and then check your order
1: i do understand being like is there ketchup in there you know what i mean do a quick look-see because sometimes people have forgotten yes okay But there are people who just sit there and slowly go through. And then they're like, oh, I have to redo my radio and put on. This is not a place to get your cell phone plugged in. No. Do that to the side.
0: Exactly. No. But where the rage comes from, apparently, is there is a thing called the double drive through. I was unaware of this. I don't know. What the double drive through is, is two lanes, two separate speaker boxes that merge into a single lane. For the window.
1: This is way past my experience. This goes
0: way beyond anything I've experienced. But yes, there's the double drive through. And what apparently is happening is I'm ordering, you're ordering in your car, we're both done ordering. Who goes first? Who merges first? And that's where hostility Mm. apparently is happening is that people are trying to get in there first.
1: How do people know when they pull up to the window which one of the two it was? So apparently
0: my research suggests that there is a device that photographs the car placing the order so they know which car goes with which order.
1: It almost seems at that point that it would be just easier to have two drive-through windows. Well, but there's only one kitchen. So how do you do that? I don't know. Why don't we just have one drive through lane?
0: Well, I guess there's more volume. Because why we want two is sort of like why we want two cashiers everywhere. Right. If there's that one person who's taken too long.
1: But then there, you still have two cashiers. You still, in the end, only have one cashier. Uh, that's
0: true.
1: But I mean, there's still a
0: certain amount of time it takes to prepare the orders, I guess. But yeah, no, having two
1: windows, that would be better. Yeah, that's true. Well, I don't And then the you could always say the person who's on this side drives to the front window and the this person drives to the back window. Yes,
0: go to window A, go to window B. Yeah.
1: Yes. This line goes to window A, this line goes to window B. Well, Boom. that's not what's happening. Okay, well, I just wanted to throw that out there for uh, anybody who's McDonald's who Corporation,
0: FYI. But yeah, apparently the double drive-through and then the merging, the merging is apparently creating a lot of rage.
1: This reminds me of, or makes me think of when you're at the airport and you're in two different lines where you're putting your stuff through, but then you both have to walk through the same, Right. take a picture of your body to see if you have anything weird.
0: Uh huh. Is that the technical term for this device? I think
1: that's the scientific term. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. I call it the thingy and I'm a very casual person. So if somebody looks, if I'm at the same time as somebody, I'll be like, you go ahead. Go on in.
0: Yeah. Fine.
1: But usually people aren't at the exact same time. There's somebody who was a little bit before the other person. You were there
0: first. Yeah. But they uh, just feel like they want to go.
1: Yeah. There are always those people.
0: And in situations like that, which are fairly low stakes, I'm just going to have at
1: it. Sometimes you're just having like a tough day. This will happen to me where I'm just having a tough day and other things went wrong. So it's the little thing that puts me over the edge. Oh, I get that. And so I understand why all of a sudden it becomes very important. Yeah, But then there's just people who always had to go first and just know that deep inside, they're unhappy. (laughs)
0: Okay. Yeah. It's not about you. It's not about you. It's true. Yeah. It's about what's happening in their lives.
1: Otherwise, it would be totally fine to be like, oh, you go ahead. Yeah.
0: Oh, no, no. You go first. Yeah. Yeah. That would be polite but we don't always live in that world. No. No. So that's our discussion about drive throughs Let us know if you've seen any naked
1: people at drive-thrus. Or, or if you...
0: have you done it? Y- oh, yes. I feel like our audience does not drive through drive-thrus naked.
1: We, we we never know. We don't
0: know who's out there.
1: Also, let us know if you have one of these double, yeah. double drive I've never even seen one. Yeah. Tell us more about the
0: double drive-thru and your experience. I would love to hear.
1: Please. <laughs>
0: Now it's time for Intermezzo.
1: Intermezzo.
0: So this episode is brought to you by... Brooklyn.
1: Linen is the internet's favorite sheets. That's
0: right, and they're great. They sent us some sheets, and I'm sleeping on their percal, white, of course, and they're crisp, they're cool, they don't sleep too hot, which is definitely the thing I do not want in sheets, so they're the perfect temperature for me.
1: And I feel like coming into a new season, it's the perfect time for a refresh, right? You get new colors, you get new patterns, you cre- re- recreate your whole sleeping space.
0: Or you can switch the fabrics. Linen actually has fresh linen, and it's designed in Brooklyn, made in Portugal, and their washed linen is made with 100% European flax. So you can get the lightweight essentials necessary to upgrade your space for the summer from Brooklinen. So visit in-store or online at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. And use code WOLVES for $20 off your order of $100 or more. And we're back. And now it's time to take some questions from you guys. Oh, Leah was going to howl, and then... But you said you guys. Oh. You feel like you can't howl?
1: Well, I mean, it's just not the same. I don't know what you guys' sound... I know what the wilderness sounds like.
0: All right. Well, we have some questions from the wilderness. Oh!
1: So our first question... Thank you so much. I
0: I look forward to that. I don't don't want to take this away from (laughs) you. Our first question is, I live in Los Angeles, and in general, I drink tap water. When I have friends or guests come by, not for a formal event, is it rude to offer them tap water? I know if I'm having someone visit or stay with me, I'll usually go out of my way to pick up whatever snacks or drinks I know they'll like. But if I don't have time or advance notice, I find myself apologizing for just having tap water. I don't have a Brita or otherwise filtered water pitcher either.
1: Hmm. I wrote on top, I'm fine with that. If you don't have an advance notice that somebody is dropping by. Oh yeah. And you're like, hey, would you like some tap water? Like, I'm
0: sorry, you didn't know I was coming. Where's the toast points?
1: Yeah, I think, um... <laughs> Yeah, what it's you lovely have- that you're offering them anything if you had no advance notice that people were stopping by. Yeah.
0: When there's a pop by, I mean. Yeah.
1: You know, when my friends come by, I'll be like, hey, I have tap water. Do you want some?
0: Right. Now, my thought as a Californian myself, hardwired to think about earthquakes, you need to have an, a little emergency kit here. I would like you to have a bottled water emergency kit happening. And yeah, so- but should
1: that person offer their emergency kit water to Well, guess? I think you
0: rotate stock.
1: You rotate stock. Would you like tap water or some of my emergency water? (laughs) No. Like I
0: always keep in stock in my home, six gallons of water and I rotate stock. I might use a gallon of this water and then I replenish. So I'm always topping up my inventory levels. I have reorder points. And so that's what I do to make sure I'm always have at all times six gallons, but you know, FIFO, first in, first out.
1: So... For those of us who are not not anywhere near as organized as Nick, You're
0: not using the FIFO inventory (laughs) system? Okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, first in, first out. Honestly, I'm impressed and it's incredible. I salute
0: you. I think everyone should do FIFO.
1: Um, I think it's okay to offer tap water.
0: In this situation, it's fine to offer tap water. Fine. Yes. Now, I guess my question is, I know people don't typically drink the tap water in Los Angeles, but- the tap water is fine, right? Is there a problem with the tap water in Los Angeles? Is it just because people don't like the taste?
1: I don't know. I drink tap water all the time.
0: Well, we're in New York and we brag about how good our tap water is.
1: We say we have the best water in the world. That's like The, the pipes are horrible.
0: Right? That's the joke. Well, I actually, I do filter my water because I've done a lead test and yeah, there's a lot of lead in my water.
1: I well, We use a Brita in yeah. our apartment, but I, as soon as I leave the city, I drink the water anywhere.
0: But I think if your water was not safe to drink- then yes, I think it would be nice to offer your guests water. That is not harmful.
1: Yeah, but I think the water is safe to drink in Los Angeles. I believe
0: it is safe, yes. Yeah,
1: so I think you're just... Yeah,
0: but also, don't apologize. Because once you've apologized for it, now it's sort of like, are you doing a, a wrong thing? And you're not. Yeah, I agree with that. Just say, hey, I have tap water. Would you like some? No, I don't think we even say tap water. I think we just said like, oh, would you like a glass of water? Okay. Or in L.A. is the default setting that it's always bottled. And so if you're offering water, we need to clarify. I
1: think that if you're not using a Brita, you say tap water.
0: Okay. So we do want to just clarify. Yeah. Okay.
1: Just okay. I also, when you clarify, people don't have to ask. That's true. Because it's a little awkward to be like, is this tap water? For example, in comedy, if people have time on their show and you need to run something, people say, hey, do you have time for a guest spot? That's your way of saying, I just need time. I don't need to be paid. Mm. That way people don't have to have the conversation. How is this related to the water? I'm saying these are words that we use when we're saying, I don't have a Brita.
0: I see. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's code.
1: Yeah. I'm saying I have tap water. (laughs) Okay. Because I think everybody's default is Brita. Probably, yes. So instead of saying, I don't have a Brita, you're saying, would you like some tap water?
0: Okay, fair. But then let's not apologize. But don't apologize for it. Right. And as the guest, you should accept that. You shouldn't feel like it's like Julie Roberts and be like, we brought this in from Hinkley for you.
1: Yeah, I think you can feel free (laughs) to say, oh, no, thank you. Right. But you don't have to say, I don't drink tap water. That
0: is rude, especially with that tone.
1: I don't even know what that was. I'm just really trying out new things. Okay.
0: Our next question is,
1: what does this have to do with water? I was just trying to think of something. Sorry. No, no, it's a great question. I just want to explain. I was trying to think of something yeah, so, outside of this conversation where there were words that people use to signify what something means. Yes. So I think tap water is a way of saying, I don't have bottled water. I don't use a Brita. That's not code though. That's just, like I, don't the have one words. Of, I don't have the, this thing where you magically stick your glass in the fridge and it comes out.
0: Okay. Pretty sure it's not magic. But.
1: I mean, it's pretty magic. Okay. I love it. You get two different kinds of ice cubes. Ugh. Wait, what are you talking about? You know that you have crushed ice or you can have oh, ice Oh, you're talking cubes. about like,
0: a, do you have a water thing on your fridge?
1: No, I'm saying outside of New York City, people oh, have this. I was going
0: to say like, I don't have that. What an amenity. No, but I. it's on my dream board. Oh, I know. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. People out there, at, not in New York, the things that you take for granted. <laughs> Garbage disposals, oh. dishwasher. Oh
1: my! Goodness. A washer
0: and dryer in your home. Stop it! A fridge that has a
1: dispenser. Getting out of both sides of your bed. <laughs> the list.
0: Okay. Our next question is: quote This weekend, my boyfriend and I were waiting for a table at a restaurant with a forty-five minute wait. We were seated at the bar, having a drink while we waited, as the horseshoe-shaped bar had some available seats. While there were booths around the bar area. That was not open seating, as evidenced by the please-wait-to-be-seated signs everywhere. After waiting for nearly 30 minutes, we saw an older couple perch at one of the six-person booths in the bar area. At first, they seemed to just be waiting there since the area near the hostess stand was crowded. However, once the very confused busboy cleared the table, they settled in, grabbed a menu, and ordered when the waitress came by. I, of course, was aboard. Not only did they walk right in and sit down, but they were actually served despite being in clear view of the hostess stand. So what say you? Was it up to the waiter to say something? The hostess? Should we have spoken up? What would you do?
1: Seems very straightforward, but I think it's loaded. Ah,
0: an etiquette crime has been committed.
1: Oh, definitely. But I think it's complicated.
0: I don't feel it's complicated. Here's my not complicated answer. You alert the hostess and you let them know what has just happened and so they can correct the problem. You have done things the correct way. You were in the queue. That could have been your table. I think we do not let this go. And I think you do not confront the couple, but we do take it to management and be like, oh, I don't think these people realize that these was not open seating.
1: I think we take it to management politely. Yes. Oh, for sure. non accusatory. Yeah, I think we don't assume that the hostess wasn't paying attention. Sometimes there's... So much. I was recently in a line, you know, those lines where there's one line, but it's going to multiple cashiers. And this person came in from the side, not seeing this other. And it wasn't that the cashiers weren't paying attention when that person skipped. It's that they were focusing on what they were doing. Uh So I'm not going to get angry. Yeah, we want to have a
0: tone which is like a mistake has happened. Very innocent. People don't realize a mistake has been happened. I noticed there was a mistake. Let's correct the mistake.
1: The person behind me got mad at me because they were like, are you going to yell at them? And I was like, they're across the room. I'm not actually, I, I don't have it in me. If you want to yell out that that person skipped, you have at it. Yeah. I'm just going to let it slide because that's easier for me.
0: Yeah. That's a good question though. Put a pin in that. Because I had, I would have had to have screamed. What is the correct distance to yell at somebody? <laughs> yeah. So... We'll tackle that another day. But for this, I think, let's assume that this older couple did not realize what they were doing. Even though the way the letter is presented, it feels malicious. But let's assume for the moment that it was an innocent mistake. Hopefully they would be mortified to discover it and will be delighted to wait somewhere else.
1: Okay. You think this is
0: more complicated?
1: No, I I do think it's important, though, to uh, give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I think that is always the nice, safe option
0: in this situation. We'll give the host a
1: benefit of the doubt that they yeah. they were otherwise occupied. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also that the older couples, you know, some people just need to sit down. Yeah. No, I get how we got here. Maybe they are actually the owners of the restaurant.
0: Uh, be sure. These
1: are the things I tell myself. Okay. <laughs> But I think, yeah, you just go over to the hostess.
0: Yeah, I think we do that. Now, chances are the hostess will maybe not do anything.
1: Yeah, they're not going to do anything if they've already ordered.
0: Yeah. And chances are the hostess may be hostile at you for wasting her time with this. But uh, I think you still got to do it for your own peace of mind. Mm -hmm. To know that you've been wronged and uh, you want to try and correct it. Okay. Our next question is, quote, my workplace recently held a morning tea fundraiser. As a tea hoarder, I offered to bring in my excess teas. This was on the understanding that I would take home any leftovers at the end of the day. Two days later, I walked past someone's desk and noticed that they had some of the tea that I brought. Obviously, I didn't mind people drinking the tea. I just wasn't expecting people to help themselves for tea they'd save for later. I know I shouldn't care because I already have more tea than any human should reasonably have in their kitchen. But something about this just
1: Irks me. I would like to stay up top that I love the idea that they're having a tea party. Lovely. This is so
0: fun. How nice. So for me, I was thinking about this and it feels like when you're at a hotel breakfast buffet and you take a banana for later, is that okay? Right? Like here are things that we've provided to you for your enjoyment at this moment. For this breakfast? It's not that. For this? You don't think it's that?
1: No, because what the specific difference is, is that she brought tea from her personal collection. So, so it would be as if we were at a hotel mm-hmm. and I brought bananas from home. Okay. And then. And then at
0: breakfast you said, here, have a banana. I'm going to leave some bananas out. I'm going to take all these with me if you don't want bananas right now. It would be as if you said, these are my
1: bananas from home that I want to share with people. Okay. As soon as from home is said, you would assume that people then are reacting within the way like, oh, this is something that somebody is sharing with me. Mm. I'm not taking extra. Whereas at at a hotel, you've paid to spend the night or your company has paid to spend the night. It's a part of the deal that you bring stuff back to your room.
0: So put a pin in that. That is a very hot topic. Whether or not you're allowed to take stuff back to your room, if that's okay or not. We'll get to that another day. But for this, would it be different for you if the office had supplied the tea? Absolutely. It would feel different because it feels like, oh, this is an office thing that we're doing. This
1: is something that somebody is sharing as a personal thing they have from home that they enjoy very much.
0: So what's a good equivalent thing? What's a, like I brought cookies from home. I pass around cookies and you took two cookies and you didn't eat one right now and you saved a cookie for later.
1: What is this? Is the person should have asked. I love this tea. May I take two? Oh yeah,
0: that would have been the nicest thing. I think
1: once you bring something for a group, mm. at that point it's you have to accept that people are gonna take stuff.
0: Oh, in an office? Yeah. Oh yeah. If it's not bolted down.
1: So what would have been nice is if you somebody brings something to share and you love it, if you ask the person, May I take two? Like, oh, this
0: oolong is so tasty. May I have two packs? Okay,
1: that's what I think is so because would, this person is sharing, and somebody's sort of taking advantage. Yeah, taking advantage of somebody sharing something. Okay, and I think that's what the feeling is. It's feeling like they're being their kindness was overstepped. Because
0: also, what's happened is I've taken two. I've taken advantage of your generosity and I didn't say thank you. I didn't say thank you. And that's what it is.
1: I feel like if this person had said thank you, I get the feeling that our tea person loves tea so much that they would love to share with somebody who loves tea. Yes. That's what my takeaway from this read is. And
0: even if it was sort of retroactive thank you, it was like you took the two packs and then the next day you said, you know, I love that oolong so much. I took two packs.
1: Hope that's okay. I really love it. Thank you.
0: And that feels like s- similar world of okayness. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But if
0: I bake cookies and I brought them into the office and, oh, have a cookie. everyone have a cookie. And you took two cookies and saved one for later. Is this the same thing? It feels slightly different. Right. But why does it feel different?
1: Because it shouldn't be different. Maybe because it's packaged and I can still take it home.
0: Okay. Packaging, single serve nature of it all.
1: It does feel different though, right?
0: It does feel different. Yeah. Because cookies feel like, oh, oh no problem. Right.
1: I guess to me, it feels like people will say, oh, do you have gum? Okay. And I'll say, yes, I have gum. Okay. And then people will take two pieces. What? Yeah. No. Yes. How, what? I've often had people take two boop boop pieces because some people are too- Like chiclets or like sticks or does it not matter? I've had to have it in both circumstances. And I'm a two piece of gum person myself. Okay. I don't mind if you take two pieces. I'm sharing my gum, but you need to ask me first. Oh, yeah. You don't- Just ask me. I'm going to say yes.
0: Right. But don't do it without permission. Don't do it without permission. Interesting. I didn't know about the gum
1: thing. Yeah, it happens. I mean, I feel like I
0: learned a lot or about we'll gum have people on the show. Pop,
1: oh. pop gum out, and then when they're popping out the second or third one, they'll be like, "Oh, do you mind if I take some?" Uh. Well, it's already out. Yeah, I mean, we've broken the seal. But of course, I don't mind. Yeah, it's not the last piece of gum in the entire world. But there is more gum. Just ask me. But the principle of the thing. Just yeah. ask me.
0: Okay, I think that is the best equivalent here.
1: So I think what our per- letter writer is feeling is unappreciated. That is the end of the day, the sentiment. Yes. And I don't know how you feel better about that, except to say that, cause it's not like you can go over and be like, Oh, did you enjoy my tea?
0: I mean, that's the instinct be like, Oh, I see you enjoyed my tea.
1: That is the instinct. Yeah, But I mean, I don't know if that's something that we here at Were You Raised By Wolves would say is appropriate.
0: Uh, it's hard to do that in a nice way.
1: Yeah, I mean, the way to do it is by going like, oh, that's my favorite tea. I'm glad you enjoy it. But that's not what you're saying. You're saying, hey, should have said thank you. <laughs> right. And as Nick and I's new commitment to being... Direct. Direct. But polite. But polite.
0: I guess uh, it's hard to find the right language in this situation.
1: But it is... I think this person is wondering if what they're feeling is inappropriate because... They're like, I get that I have other tea. It's no big deal. So why do I feel bad? I think you feel bad because somebody was not being gracious. Yes. And you were just sharing.
0: Yeah. So your feelings are valid and appropriate in this situation.
1: And I think people do appreciate that you share. Yes. I don't think you should be discouraged
0: from bringing more tea to the office. You're lovely. (laughs) You're lovely. All tea drinkers are lovely, I think.
1: It is true. Right? So funny. My mom only, my mom's a huge tea drinker, okay. but she has like one type of tea that she likes and it's not even a fancy tea. It's red rose tea. Okay. And it's just so funny because she's like, "Is that Red Rose?" You know, what I mean? we like the most. So I get people love their tea bags. Yeah. So you like what you like. You like what you like.
0: And we like you guys sending us questions. So we love it. Please send us more questions. Send them to us through our website, where you raised by dot com. Or you can slip into our DMs. Or you can text us. Or you can leave us a voicemail two six seven call rbw. Or if you know Leah and me personally, you have our number. And like a lot of our friends, you're just <laughs> asking us stuff all day long now. So. <laughs> That's the life we live now,
1: <laughs> and we are not complaining.
0: No, we love it. So cinnamon,
1: please, we love it so much.
0: And now it's time for intermezzo.
1: Intermezzo. So this episode
0: is brought to you by Book of the Month.
1: It's really true. I want I want a cozy town or a woods. Or both. Or also take a city. You know, let's be honest. Okay. Yeah, as long as there's <laughs>
0: murder or suspense, you're there.
1: <laughs> I like if there's some
0: food. So you out there, you can get your first book for just $5 using promo code PEDALS. So go to bookthemonth.com use promo code PEDALS, and get your first book for just $5. And now it's time for Intermezzo.
1: Intermezzo.
0: So this episode is brought to you by... Book of the month.
1: I am loving getting to pick my books of the month.
0: So like this guy from the 1800s is like, what's Spotify? And then like, you know, love happens. So, I cannot wait to receive this.
1: <laughs> you know, love happens.
0: And you out there, you're going to love <laughs> Book of the Month. So, you can get your first book for just $5 with code PETALS. So, go to bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS to get your first book for just $5. And we're back. It's time to play a game we like to call Vent or Repent. Vent or Repent! Which is our opportunity to vent about some bad etiquette thing we've experienced this week. Or we can repent for some etiquette faux pas we've committed.
1: So, Leah, would you like to vent or repent? I'm going to repent. <gasps> what? Yep. What did you do? You oh God, have on multiple occasions mm-hmm. mentioned uh-huh. that you do not like talking in elevators. It's true. And... On the way to meet you today, uh-huh. we were in an elevator we were, and there were two other people Yeah, and I talked to them. Yeah. And I realized as we were getting off the elevator that I did that. Mm-hmm. When you have very specifically said- I don't care for that. You don't care for that. <laughs> and I just couldn't <laughs> hamper down my need to- Have a meet and greet. Okay. (laughs) Sometimes you just want to say hello to strangers. I just wanted to say hello to strangers because they were going in the wrong direction and then we got in and Mm -hmm. I just like to make a little, oh, elevators.
0: Yes. You don't want to be hostile to your fellow uh, passengers. Uh, So it's okay to, uh, you know, have a, a head nod, a hello. The extended conversation I don't care for.
1: I know. And this is the second time I've done it. So it's why. Uh So we're not. Remember last time we were going down the elevator. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I kept talking until I realized, oh, Nick has brought this up. (laughs) So then I zipped my lips.
0: Yeah. Too late. But uh, here we are. So I'm repenting. Thank you.
1: You don't need to say too late. I'm repenting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to change my behavior. Okay.
0: Well, hopefully the third elevator ride the charm.
1: Hopefully by the third elevator, I'll have numbed your feelings so much that you'll just start talking to them.
0: Good luck. <laughs> so, for me, I would like to vent, and this uh, happens at the theater. And I was recently seeing Diana, the musical about Princess Diana, which uh, was an entertaining theatrical experience. And we all know about the cell phone at the theater. We all are very clear about turning off our phones. Yes, and not even like putting on a vibrate, but like let's power it down. Let's just turn it off. Turn it off. But let's talk about smart watches. I think we need to remind ourselves that. Apple Watch, Fitbits, all the rest. These things blink. Oh, yeah. These things chime. These things alert. These things go off when you have your hands up and you're clapping. These things go off when you're coughing in your hand. Like these things go off. So I think. Also,
1: you should be coughing in your arm.
0: You should also be coughing into your elbow. Also, that. So I was at the theater, the person next to me. Uh, had a Apple watch and it was just going off every five seconds and because we're just so trained to always look at the alerts he brought up his wrist every time to see like oh what is this text message what is this whatever throughout the entire show so I found that very distracting and Mm. I did not care for that and that is my vent.
1: Nick did not care for that did
0: not so if you're at the theater you power down your phone
1: but power down anything
0: else that you have that's electronic that makes noise or does stuff it's such a good point Yeah. so please do that What have we learned?
1: I learned there's a Pope. No. (laughs) A bishop. A bishop. A bishop. I learned that there's a Bishop of Norwich. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, I, there wasn't even a seed of a, of knowledge that maybe I'd heard of. You know what I mean? There wasn't Mm -hmm. even, I could have guessed. No. I learned a, a whole new, I even learned about a window into world. I didn't even know there was a window. Yeah. Yeah, so fun.
0: So, yeah, and
1: I learned about where it came from. Yeah, because there was a sleepy man.
0: Yeah, who knew? So cool. And I learned that two things: one, that there's a lot of naked drive-through going on. Oh wow! I mean, who knew? And then gum. I am constantly learning stuff about gum on this show. You know, bathroom attendant gum. Today, I learned that people take two pieces. With people that will take your gum didn't know. So thank you, Leah. Thank you, Nick. And thanks to you out there for listening. If I had your address at send you a handwritten note on my custom stationery. Please follow the show on Facebook and Instagram. And now we want you to become a member. Please. Please. So join us on Patreon. You can learn more about it on our website. Just click membership and you can learn about what being a member is all about. So fun. So please do that. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. All right, Leah, it's time for Cordials of Kindness. Which
1: I forced on Nick.
0: And I only give her 30 seconds to say nice things about other people. So go.
1: Um, I absolutely love when people write us nice reviews. It's very nice. So nice. And this one I just thought was particularly funny because it was like the person was coming in. This is what they wrote. They said, I first heard of this podcast when I saw Leah on The Colbert Show. Thank you so much. I was disappointed at first to find out that this was a podcast about etiquette. And I thought, ew, how boring. (laughs) I couldn't have been more wrong. I love listening to the two of you talk about how people should behave in certain situations. You do it in such a fun way and it's so entertaining. The other night I couldn't sleep and I listened to almost all of the past episodes and I was never bored. Thanks for the great work and keep it up. Aww. I just think that's so sweet. I also love the idea that like sometimes I can't sleep and I know what I listen to. <laughs> Not us. <laughs> so, I, But I think it's so nice that somebody would find us like happy and calming. And, yes. and I also love that this person very clearly was like... I was sure this wasn't going to be my thing. And I liked it anyway. I'll take that. It's like a triple compliment. And thank you for watching my Colbert. I really appreciate it.
0: <laughs> and so for me, I want to give a shout out to this woman, Deborah, who writes our transcripts. So you may not know that we actually create a written transcript of every episode. And I do it because some people will have hearing problems or just find it more convenient to read it or whatever. So great. Uh, so, you know, we create a transcript and these are not easy to do. Because if you listen to Leah and me, we do not necessarily speak in proper English, (laughs) (laughs) useful sentences. We say weird things. Uh, And so... (laughs) So poor Deborah, she has her hands full, but she does a great job every week creating these transcripts for us. And she always uh, mentions things that she thought were actually particularly funny to her. Deborah, you're the best. That we use for like our Instagram. If you wonder like, oh, where those quotes come from? Very often Deborah uh, mentions like what she thought was fun. So we use those. So thanks, Deborah. We really appreciate your efforts and uh, are happy to have you part of our wolf pack.
1: Thank you, Deborah. And thank you, Nick, for Honestly, always being on top of everything and be like, you know what? We should also transcribe this.
0: We should do that. And we do. So we do.
1: You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you.
0: This episode is brought to you by Acorn TV. So Leah...